it. We'll figure it out, dude. Otherwise, hate motherfuckers hating out there. Hating these days already. Not yet, but they will. No more music. Till we get our song made up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking. I asked my friend's eight year old to make me one. He hasn't come up with nothing yet. I was thinking about maybe putting it on Fiverr. I think you can get some decent shit done on Fiverr. Could always get one of the lovely fans to make something up oh, too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Send send your creations our way at now you listen LHC at gmail dot com. All day. To this day. <laughs> Definitely need to, to get some opening music though. Get some shit prepped. To this day. I can I can riff some shit off every once in a while. Ooh. Help me hold on. To what we had. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. All right, now you listen. Now you listen. So, wanted to kind of just start out with a recap. How was your week? Well, it's Thursday, so we still got, to, we still got tomorrow to go, but pretty average, honestly. Yeah. We skipped last week's podcast. Everybody's busy doing their own thing. Sorry for everybody out there. We're mm. getting back on a normal schedule. No, let's be honest. It was, it was just basically Jeremy not showing up. <laughs> just straight out. Let's not. Let's oh, not we just e- opened it with yeah, that? Yeah, let's not even act like everybody else had shit going on. You called. You were, you were ready to go. Trilla. At Trilla Watkins on Instagram. At Now You Listen Facebook page. Hit him up. He straight no-showed. I think he gave. I, he didn't no-show. He called. He did call. With the, I don't know, probably about seven and a half minutes before we were supposed to start. He, he called and said he wasn't going to make it. Something about something. And, you know. Here we are. Here we are this week. So this is what happens when I'm not here. Here we are this now week. Now I'm not in the hot seat for one week, dude. Well, we're at this point, we're still talking about last week. We haven't even gotten to this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jeremy! He, hey, he's probably, he's probably like right around the corner, you know? He's probably almost here, I'm thinking. We'll wait. But anyways, that's why we missed the last week. But fortunately for everybody else, they get graced with the presence of the Geezy. Yes, sir. At the Geezy on Instagram. At the Geezy. The Geezalizes. This fucking chair, dude. I hate this chair for podcasts. It's time to get new chairs. Super squeaky. Maybe that's why they have chairs that don't move. Oh. Because this one fucking makes all types of noise. Well, you know, as soon as this podcast starts generating some money, you can get some new chairs. Yeah. Time to start getting them sponsorships. I think I'll probably break out the the liquid wrench before I wait on all that. Yeah, it's been regular, dude. Cool, cool, cool. Busy, busy week for me. Doing a whole lot with the company that I'm with. Managing people, leading people, setting up new accounts. Just really working on, on being a better better leader for this company, you know, getting everything running smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, leadership is kind of, it's probably 80% of a business. Like oh. what, what you can extract from the, your, your time yourself and your employees. Oh, 100%. I mean, if, if you're not 
truly involved and you and you care, especially in that leadership position, it only drags everyone down. I mean, the key to a good business is a good manager, but more importantly, is a good team. But that team needs someone to look up to. Yeah, they need they need to know what's expected of them and like everything to be pretty clear, not not half-ass put together. I think that that's the problem with a lot of places is everybody's so wishy-washy. You know, some things might be explained very clearly, other things not so much, and then that just leads to a lot of breakdowns. You know, people find little loopholes there, this and there, and then yeah. slowly but surely that boat starts to sink. Yeah, skilled trades are hard, especially when you when you invest a bunch of time and energy into someone, and then you know you can't figure out you can't figure out a way to make it work. You lost a lot of time. Uh, and that's that's always disheartening to anybody that puts time into someone. You know, you as a business owner, me as a manager, we obviously put time into these people that we train. We obviously care about them. We want them to do well. But I mean, you can only help someone so much. My job takes probably like to be proficient, four years, to to be able to like do a good amount of the job, probably at least two years, to be faceted in most of the things you're gonna see. For, for me, the, the <coughs> basics, you can pretty much get down within, you know, on average six months. Yeah. I and mean, after a year, you know a decent amount, but I mean, I'm eight years in and I'm still learning new things every day, but that's just the way that technology goes. Yeah. Well, and you're kind of you're kind of at the top of the, the the top of the company, so you have to stay out front of what's going to be driving sales in your business. So it's obviously going to be the new shit a lot of the time. Oh yeah, I mean that's also where I mean statistically, if you look at other shops here in town, a lot of the old ones have closed down. They just don't stay up with the times. It's very sad when that happens. You know, you never want to see someone go out of business, but you always want what's best for the client. Oh, dude, I don't give a fuck when people got business. <laughs> I'm like, see you, dude. Probably didn't run your shit very well. So let, let's talk about Andrew Luck's retirement. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to touch back on the, the leadership thing real quick. I, okay. I, sent you, I sent you a link to Audible so you could listen to uh, Jocko Willing, uh, Extreme Ownership. Fantastic book. And I wanted to get at least a synopsis for what you thought. The synopsis of what I thought. So the takeaways from that book at first, you know, going into it, there was a lot to learn. You know, at first I started listening to it and thinking, well, that's not really the way that I can do things. But well, then, we, we had had that conversation at, I know the end we of the, did. at the end of the last podcast. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't very nice to you. you I were, did apologize to you. Oh, you know, all, I'm sorry for that. It's all good. It's like you, it's, it's, it's a something that you got to learn, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, when, when you're passionate about something, you got to be able to, to set aside that arrogance and that passion and then realize that bigger picture, which is really what that book helps with. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes you through the steps of, anywhere from a small range company to a large scale company, where to find the problems, how to fix the problems and ways to approach these situations. Yeah, I, I, I like the war stories a lot as well. Oh, I mean, those are fantastic. The book, here's the thing. If you listen to it on audible, extreme ownership, it, it draws you in. It's very hard to stop listening. You know, you, you get captivated by these stories. There's a lot to learn in the book, but it's also just a really good book. You're the third person I've sent that book to, and 
you're the third person to say, holy shit, all right. It's kind of like a game-changing type book. Oh, I mean, I, I have no problem saying it. I mean, that, that book, in ways, has truly changed my life, you know. They, said, they state at the beginning of the book, this is for anybody that wants to improve their relationship, wants to move further with a company, wants to improve where they're at with the company, wants to make more money. You know, listen to that in the very beginning at first. You're like, yeah, okay, Let, let's see what happens here. Yeah, I and, would say it changed my life. Oh, I mean, 100%. Yeah. You know, it, from that very first day, I listened to three or four chapters. Just from those three or four chapters, I already had a plethora of new ideas, new ways that I wanted to handle things, new ways to prioritize, new ways just to look at situations where, like, little things might have bothered me, but not anymore. I yeah. need to make sure that I know what's important in my life. Yeah, I, the thing I took away from it was, like I told you that night, it's usually my fault. If something goes wrong in my business, 95% of the time it's my fault. There's, mm. like, there's things that I should have done either leading up to that or after whatever the, whatever the failure was that should have addressed that. I'm, that's not up to bad employees. If the employees you know, take too much time off or they're on their phone at work or, you know whatever hurdles you run into with them it's not their business it's your business and you're the you're the one that's ultimately the most responsible for everything and that's just on the business that's just on the business side of things well yeah and i mean a hundred percent when when we had that talk after the podcast you know i was naturally getting upset when you were saying it, it was my fault that that wasn't going right i wasn't looking at it from the bigger perspective and, you know, listening to the book and finally going back, there were things that I could have done differently. I did not explain myself very clearly. And, you know, we kind of just threw them in there. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing to chalk this up as a loss on my part. But one thing also to note in that book is that some employees can't be saved. I mean, yeah. he, he did say when the time comes and you've done everything and that employee's on that chopping block, you do need to be ready to let yeah. them go. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't tell you that I gave that 100%. I did give up. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be surprised when they get fired. No. They should be like, ah, I saw this coming. <laughs> but, I mean, with all that being said, you should realistically give everyone a clear explanation, you know, what you want, what needs to happen. And if they continue to fail, I mean, you, you've done everything on your part. At that point, it's on them. Yeah. I haven't fired nobody in a minute, dude. Uh, a couple years, probably, since I had to fire a dude. I mean, that's good. Actually, you know what? I think... I think it, I was right about to fire him, but like he just ended up like he got the vibe, you know what I mean? He got the vibe that we're like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna work out, and uh, he just ended up leaving. Shout out to that dude though. That dude was, I mean, he just wasn't a fit, you know what I mean? Good dude, worked worked hard, just was not a fit, you know, for for my company. Well, and, and not everyone is a fit. And <coughs> yeah, that's it the was, important thing to know. It was not like a, it wasn't, there was nothing personal. I liked to do a lot, but it just, shit wasn't working out. No, I mean, not, not everyone is built for yeah. every field. Yeah. But at the same time, you unfortunately do have to spend that time seeing if they are. You know, at that time, that's wasted money, wasted resources on that. But at the end of the day, you can say, you know, he just wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> on most of my employees, like if I start if I start them off at above minimum wage, I'm probably going to take a loss on those employees for 
like some amount of time. And then they're going to get a raise. And at that point, they're going to have new responsibilities. And I'm going to take a loss again to, to get them up to speed. And so it's, it's always kind of you're, you're investing in these people. You're investing your time and your money and your, your intellectual property, as it were. You know what I mean? Your trade-specific secrets and all, and you know. And that's always a risk, too. I mean, oh, yeah, you, that's, you train somebody up when they might just go and stab you in the back. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't worry about that as much because if, there, if there's some, like, like, just new dude that can come right out the gates after me teaching them something for six months and like have any impact on my business. Like I'm not, I'm like, how am I getting beat by this dude? You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's not, a good way to look that, at it. That is not happening. So, something's going wrong there. <laughs> yeah, that is not happening. I'm going to look at what he's doing and be like, huh? All right. What, what is he doing to where he only got six months in this game? And all of a sudden he, he's having like a, like taking away margins. Well, I mean, one one of the good things too, really, to new people is with new people, there's always new experiences. You know, you're you're not only training them on things, but they might be able to bring something to the table too that you might not have known, and that might improve your workflow. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty dynamic as far as like how we do things. I I I don't micromanage a lot with the dudes that know how to do it, other than like. I will come in like actually be like, hey, this is the way I do it, and this is this is why I do it that way. If you got a if you got a different way to do it, fine. You know what the end result is supposed to be. I don't need to know how you get from A to B. And you know that that's a good point too, and that circles back to there's always something to learn. You know, with with our field, we have a very specific way of things that we do it, but that's just because we know that that's what's worked for that entire time. But at the same time, if someone comes along and they have a more proficient way of doing it, you know, kudos to you. Let's all expand on that, expand our knowledge and be better as a company. But there's also people that see that, decide that they don't need to do certain things. And then that's when you get a loss of quality. A loss of quality is a loss of faith in your customers. No, it's a loss of your customer's faith in you. You keep the same amount of faith toward those customers. But when you lose the quality the customer is losing faith in you. Oh, I wasn't saying that I lost faith in my, or faith don't, in the customer. Don't ever no. say that. Don't ever say that. No, it's a loss of faith Dude, in you. You know they're going to hear this. Well, I, I never said that they're I gonna, lost faith in them. Hey, are you talking about fucking Susan at the real estate office? How do you know? Dude. Shout out Susan. <laughs> Shout out Susan. Yeah, I know that lady, bro. Good lady. Yeah, I could lose faith in her though. I could see, I could see how that could happen. She's that type of gal. Well, you, you know, you could lose it quick. It all depends on that person. Quick, you know, sir. Oh, I know what you're saying. You, you know, know what? Actually, her. I had a very, very difficult situation yesterday. A difficult situation. Difficult situation. It was a, a client. Was that, that your it fucking good. Tony Soprano? Something like that. Let me hear it again, dude. A difficult situation. <laughs> it's like the Texas Tony Soprano. Well, I could go. Difficult situation, I, y'all. I could go real, real down south comfort right now, you hear? We could continue our conversation. And now you're like starting this. to sound like Ralph Northam. <laughs> 
go, go, go on with your difficult situation. My, my difficult situation. <laughs> so anyways, we, we had a, a person contacted us assuming that, you know, their father, a client of ours, was ripped off. All right. This and that. Well, come to find out that so they... So we know that's not a black person. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, uh... You gotta cut. <laughs> We're leaving that. No. That's being left yeah, in. No, cut. fuck uh, that, dude. Uh, no, we gotta keep rolling. Uh, so we all know it's not a black person now. Moving on. He, uh, thought that his father got ripped off. And, you know, just called in angry. What, said he had a personal vendetta with whoever was out there, which it was me. You know, come to find out his father had work done by someone else before us. I'm, now I'm thinking he's Italian. Mm. Mm. No. I'm trying to think of what, like, nationality of people get vendettas. I mean, maybe we could pretend he's Italian. Right. This person, I don't need to say his name. Okay. But... You know, looking at the facts and everything, went through every possible situation. I, I turned this man from coming in hot-headed, personal vendetta, started posting all over Facebook. I think a company ripped us off, this and that. Oh, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say that because people will know. Shit. No, hey, if, you gotta, if you're going to leave in that racist shit, bro, you got to leave that shit in too. Carry on. Carry on. Sorry check posting all check over face- Facebook. Check Facebook for the haters. You'll find them. But uh, shout out to the haters. Shout out to the haters. But came in extremely, extremely aggressive. You know, sat there with him, was cool, calm, collected, got to the bottom of the situation. Come to find out it wasn't even us. You know, I, I presented him with the track record of what I've done, the invoices, the dates, and the dates didn't line up with what he thought. So this man came in extremely aggressive, ready to try to bring us down. And then in the end, apologizing to me. And suddenly, now I have a new client. Did, did he give you, give you like a nice redaction on the Facebook? You know, I actually haven't looked into that too much. I should probably see if he has removed that stuff. But Shout out Vigalucci. You better fucking turn it around. The big, the big thing here is that, you know, it, it is heavily dependent on how you talk to people. Oh, yeah. You know, you come at me all aggressive. It's not what you said. It's how you said exactly. it. Exactly. Now you listen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, it's a tough one to learn, though, because sometimes you want to say it. Oh, well, it, you want to say it that way. You really do. You it, want to it say it like that. It takes a lot yeah. to be able to stand back and take that beating uh-huh. and not get aggressive call with it, that person. I call it eating the dick sandwiches. Oh, dude. That's what I call Every that. Every morning I get to work, I go, time to suck today's dick. Mm-hmm. But... It worked, dude. It worked. I don't take that shit personally. It's just the people want their job done a certain way. I'm going to do it a certain way. And I have to I have to make them comfortable with me doing it that way. And, and at the same time, giving them what they want and a pleasant experience. So, like, I don't get stuck there doing, like, people nitpicking or... You know, they they personally like me. So, like, if somebody personally dislikes you, they're going to put you under way more scrutiny than they would if they personally do like you. Like, they'll they'll be like, oh, you know what? Like, don't bother him. He's it's fine. You know, it's fine. But like, if they're like this motherfucker is fucking fucking taking forever, 
fucking, like, never acknowledges me. He's a dick. Every time I show up, he yells at me. Fucking tells oh, me to yeah. get the fuck off the job. He, he needs to come back, and he needs to fix this right now. Oh. Right now. It, it's heavily, heavily dependent on how you talk to people. Because yeah. you got to think, you know, how do you want to be talked to? You know, you clearly don't want to be talked to that aggressively. So you just talk to them the way you want to. And I, quickly I, wanna be, that I situation. want somebody to talk to me like, a, like I'm a four-year-old. That's a very specific situation. Yeah. Tim, stand closer to the mic. No, no, like even at work. Even at work, have them come and be like, Oh, honey, you are you having a good day? I'm going to specifically start texting you that now every And I'm going to go, mm-hmm. Hey, Timmy. How's your day there, bud? You doing good? Oh. Uh, dude, so do you have an Instapot? All right, I talk about Instapot on the podcast probably, probably now about 20% of the time. And last, last podcast I did, I talked about the potatoes I made, which were not good. Fucked them up. Potatoes were too big. I didn't cook them long enough. Cut them open. I was going to have nice baked potatoes, cut them open. That shit was still bricked up in the middle. And then whatever, dude, I'm not explaining it again. Listen to like episode eight or nine, something like that. Something to do with potatoes, I think, in the, in the title. I'm not sure. But anyways, Instapot. I made some rice the other day. Now, everybody knows, dude, rice is generally a one-to-one type deal. One cup of rice, one cup of water now up until recently like i'm not a big rice dude i can fuck with it especially like a nice sticky white rice which i kind of got a little bit of fondness for when i went to hawaii because they eat rice basically on everything i mean it's a good filler eggs on rice spam on rice meat on rice fish on rice everything Everything. Pussy on rice. Probably. Probably, dude, there's bound to be a couple of little little uh, grains that fell down the shirt and ended up in there. 100%. Uh, so I went with the one-to-one. That's kind of what the internet has said as well. And so I went with that. And it came out terribly, bro. It came out terribly. Too, so? too much water. Oh, so it was all soggy and shit. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Ooh. stuck together. All, not not that good. Like you gotta get super yourself a rice cooker. Super sticky. But the problem was, is it was too much water. That the one to one accounts for in a rice steamer, which there's far more evaporation than there is in a pressure cooker. In a pressure cooker, there's fucking no evaporation. So I think next time. I think next time I'm gonna bump it down to about three quarter cup per one cup of rice and see where we land. Fuck out that rice until you get it right. Yeah, dude, I'll just keep cooking it. You, you know should have I mean? a rice night. Dude, it's cheap. Rice is so cheap and they sell it in like the like huge quantities. Are you a white or brown kind of? Uh, it kind of depends. I like white, but brown's good too. You know, if you're, if you're, mess, if you're like doing some stuff cooked into it, if you're cooking some stuff into the rice, 
I've never thought about that. I always cook my rice separately. You never had fried rice with like eggs and. Well, yeah, fucking, I mean that, yeah. but we're we're just talking about like cooking rice, rice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So rice is cheap, dude. I remember they had these these bags of rice in Hawaii, that were. Like no joke, dude. The size of like a like a real dog's dog food, like one of those forty pounders. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you cook with it all the time. It's going to come in a larger quantity. Forty pounds? Fuck yeah, forty dude, pounds. Dude, it was so big. Hey. I mean, think about it. You could eat a pound of rice at a time. You see that blue sack right there of concrete? Yeah. Bigger than that, bro. Bigger than that. <laughs> Give me an hour. I'll mow through all of it. Dude. Those, they eat rice out there, dude. I'll tell you what. They do the first thing in the morning, they like make coffee and they fucking fire up a bowl of rice in Hawaii. They should just put the coffee into the rice, kill two birds, one stone. Nah, dude, they don't do it like that. That's whack. Coffee rice? Coffee rice. I don't know. Dude, I'm t- that might be the next multi-million dollar idea. You know what, dude? I'm not going to discount it. I've seen a lot dumber shit happen. Well, I mean, think about it. All it takes is one stupid idea to get you rich. Dude. I look, I, I find all the dumbest stuff out there to buy. And, like, very rarely do I ever fucking order it. But there's been times that I had, I had some whack shit show up. You ever, hey, you ever order shit all wasted off of Amazon? Oh, dude. And then, like, forget? Of and course. And then it just shows up? Of course. I was literally at work because I have all my packages delivered there. So all of a sudden we're sitting there and a package comes in for me specifically. And inside there's a random ass board game, a couple shirts, and then also a car cleaning kit. So me and all my wisdom, I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm, I'm going to clean my car real good this time. All hammered. Order that shit. Order a couple random ass shirts. And it, it just didn't make any. I don't even know why the board game was there. I don't know where that came into play. But there it fucking was. So now I have all my coworkers looking at me like, what the fuck are you ordering? Hey, that shit's a lot, a lot less embarrassing than like showing up to the grocery store at like 1.30 and then just lingering around and be like, you know what? I need, I need some of these spot bulbs. I need, uh, I need some suppositories. Uh, and oh, dude, these cream sickles look good. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and, that, and that's your order at one thirty. Like they don't think there's something way wrong with you. But with Amazon, nobody nobody judges you over there. They don't care. Only the people that see you open the package. Yeah, they don't care, though. Most of my stuff gets delivered in discreet packaging. Like you don't know what you don't know what's Ooh, in it. Your dildos. No, dude. It's like tools and some shirts. I had a I had a I had a pair of goggles, these gold goggles that I'm using for my my Halloween costume that I had had on my wish list for a while because I'm building I'm building my Halloween costume on Amazon, just finding the different parts and pieces for it. And then one one night or one day they showed up and I'm like, Oh shit, you did it, dude. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> and so I laughed. Because I really was not in the market to buy that at that point, but whatever. It showed up. So, a couple weeks go by, and my mom's like, hey, did you ever get that package I sent you? And I'm like, what? what you? No, I didn't. 
And she's like, oh, I sent you some golden goggles off your <laughs> wish list. And I'm like, oh. Dude, you got the coolest mom. <laughs> I know, dude. My mom don't ever look at my wish list. Uh, my mom is the best, bro. Shout out to my moms. Shout out to moms. My moms is the best, dude. You'll probably not. You're like. A lot of people say that, dude. No, nobody's going to argue with you with my mom, though. My mom's gangster, bro. She holds it down. So she sent me those though, and I thought that I had randomly, drunkenly, drunkenly ordered, them. ordered them. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, it seems to be happening to me more frequently. I seem to get drunk, then get on my phone and start ordering the weirdest shit. Because you know, sober me, I'm like, nah, I don't need that, or no, I don't have the money. And then all of a sudden, a couple of days, it shows up, and I guess I had that money. You know, I don't generally order. Too much, because I have to order so much stuff off of there already for work that like I don't, I don't generally order a bunch of things I don't need, because sometimes it's just a function you want to, you just want some shit showing up, you know. But I got enough shit I I have to order for work where I'm getting boxes on big boxes, bro, tall ones. Well, that's like us at our office, dude. We get boxes every single day. Yeah. But they don't have your name on it. They got fucking... Some of them do. They got fucking Carol from the real estate office. This is his name on it. They're fucking Viga... Shout out, Carol. For fucking Vigalucci's new parts for his CPU, because... Shout out, Vigalucci. Fucking the, the computer repair spot on the north side damaged his, his internals. <laughs> Left it in their car... And fucking melted all the capacitors. <laughs> Shout out to the north side, though. It's a wild, wild west over there. It is, dude. Did you see that they're getting a... Is that an Alberto's or is it a Philly Birdo's? It's some type of Birdo's. Some, some Birdo's. Yeah. It's legit. I think that that's actually a good name for a Birdo's is just some Birdo's. Mm-hmm. You just wrap it all up into one. I agree, dude. The Birdo's made it to the finale, though. We're going to be covering that in the upcoming week. I think I think we definitely are going to, and I want to get food here for it. I think it's only fair. Ooh, a true final show. Yeah, yeah. Taco v. Taco. Fry v. Fry. What else can you compare on their menus? Who who's in the finals? It's the Birdos and Jack in the Box. Well, the Birdos don't have any burgers. They do though. They do. Depending on the Birdos. Well, they're right next to each each other, so I feel like the the whole point of having them involved as the combination of the Birdos was the vastness and the and the the willingness to serve whatever the customer needed. Remember I told you they would make you a bowl of spaghetti, dude. That's true. They you will. Know, I'm, I'm looking at it too close minded. They right will. Now. If I tell them I want a I want a bacon cheeseburger, like I want you to make with and you, and you tell them exactly like you build the freaking bacon ultimate cheeseburger that Jack in the Box got with the with the mayo, the heavy mayo, and then the two cheeses, the two patties, and then the freaking bacon, and whatever's on the bottom. Ketchup? Is ketchup on the bottom? I don't know. I think so. If you had them like, all right, just build that. 
They can build it, dude. They'll build it. They'll do anything for that dollar. They will, dude. They you know, will. Like, I think that they're slowly, even though we're not doing it, I think that they're slowly winning my point. I mean, talk about customer satisfaction. Dude. And it's all about the sauce, dude. It's, you know. Oh, the key to any business is the sauce. It is. It is. You got to be the sauce boss. Sauce boss. Uh, you make any good sauces, bro? I don't make any good sauces. Not but even I got one. A bunch of good ones. You only can't make one sauce. Nah, man. I I've never tried. Doesn't mean I can't, but it's never come to mind. Dude, my, I, my I can make I can make some sauces. You guys teach me. Dude, I can make like a like for artichokes. You want that? You want that garlic butter? You the man? Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking hit it off, dude. All right. How it, are you with hot sauces? Hot sauce, dude. I can, I can make a super legit uh, salsa fresca, which is like the chunks of the tomato, like the kind of chunked up one. But it's like, got it's got some juice to it. It's not that dry shit. But what about that butthole pucker sauce? Uh, the only one I know how to make like that, like the like the food process kind, where it's all blended up. I do know how to make one of those, but it's not that hot. Mm. I'm going to bring over some hot sauce for you. I know how to make a white sauce for fish. Dank? Yo, yeah, dude. Mayonnaise, sour cream. Don't go giving away your recipe. Free sauce. (laughs) (laughs) That's some free salt. Dude, it's the shit. It's the shit. So you, you are the sauce box. I, I can make some sauces, yeah. All right. I can. We have the new name, the sauce box. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think if there's any other sauces that you boys out there slanging. I ain't got nothing on the top of my head. I'm a very, very plain Jane kind of guy except for my hot sauces. Yeah. Hot sauce is where I'm at. What? Well, explain it. Like, well, I, I was part of the, the hot sauce club from Hot Ones. Yeah. They'll send you three bottles oh, of hot okay. sauce a month. That shit makes your butthole pucker. Yeah. I mean, I got all sorts of different levels of, of hot. So I'm going to bring over like 10 bottles. I'm going to have you try all of them. Well, I'm kind of kind of in a hemorrhoidal situation where like I don't, Perfect. don't necessarily need my asshole to be completely inflamed for several days in a row, but... I'll do it. You up for the challenge? I'll do it. Yeah, it's not ideal. You know what we do need to do too is the the death chip challenge. It's the hottest chip on the planet. I don't know, man. That's not really my style. I just I just need to see you in pain. I I guess. <clears throat> I I understand why you would want to see it, but that's just so long lasting. I mean, you're talking maybe 10 minutes at the most. Hey, remember when you got broke off on the ball sack by that freaking... Well, the, that's that, what I'm that circling back to. assault gun. Dude, I've and, been shot in the nuts, the tit, the armpit. tore your sack up for like three days. If I can go through that, you can go through this. I'm saying you didn't like that. But I did it. Yeah, plus you're also like, you know... The young guy, you know, the young guy always. The young geese. The young geese has to always take the hits, bro. You don't. The old eagle don't come off the mountain, bro, to get fucking tossed around by some fucking hatchlings. 
You got to prove yourself. The old eagle fucking, he just drags that goat off the cliff and fucking posts up and waits. It's pretty much me, bro. Yeah, we'll see. The old crusty fucking eagle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the young crusty eagle. Uh, you know what my kids call me, dude? And it's only because I always call myself it, and I, now I think it's fucking hilarious, dude. They call me crusty old dad dad. <laughs> crusty old dad dad or bad dad? Dad dad. <laughs> now I can just see them at school. You come pick them up. Oh, that's just my crusty old dad dad. <laughs> oh, dude, I love, I love making my kids say weird shit. I've been trying to convince them both. You're fighting society for their entire life. Both of them. The little one this is almost on board. The older one, not at all. But the, it's not really Santa. It's Santa. Oh, we call him Sancho. Santa. And I will never say Santa again. Like, when I'm talking about it, I, that's just what I say now. And, like, most people, like, don't. They're just kind of like, what? What? But they don't address it. But I figure if I just keep keep true to it, that my kids eventually, they won't really know. They won't actually know if it's Santa or, or Santa. Santa. They'll be like, my dad has been saying that for fucking 35 years. Like, I don't know if he really thinks it's Santa or if it really is Santa. But my dedication to it is lifelong. Hold true to that. I will. I will. I will. Keep n- fucking them up. I will. <laughs> Speaking of that, misconstruing names, I have a question. Is it Bashes or Bashaz? Bashes. Is it though? To me it is. Bashaz. Well, so the only reason That I, sounds too Arabic, though. Well, I used to always think that it was always Bashes. But then if you go into that Bashes store, up there on the fucking sign, it says their names and then it just says Bashaz was their name. And then they added the S on it because it's the two of them. How, how come it's not just Basha? That's a good question. And then they're just the Bashas. I don't know. It's been fucking with me lately. I went into, I went into Bashas the other day. And yeah. I saw it. And I just started thinking about it. Like, why the fuck is it that way? I do hear a lot of people around town saying it all types of different ways. I mean, that, that's like calling Prescott Prescott. Yeah, I hear that too. Yeah, that drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. It, it doesn't really affect my day-to-day. What about... Uh, there's another one out in Phoenix that people always fucking are fucking up. It's not uh, not Tucson. Everybody says Tucson, right? Everybody says Tempe, right? Glendale's Glendale. Yeah. I don't really know my my way around Phoenix too yeah, much. Yeah, we should probably move on from it then. I would I would suggest that. Oh, it was Goodyear. Good. I'm sorry. What was that? Goodyear. Right out there by the racetrack. Goodyear. Yeah, Goodyear. Guten Tag. <laughs> Goodyear. Goodyear Ersesorna. <laughs> yeah, you know, down by the Phoenix. Hey, I shout out to somebody who listened. Somebody who listened searched. Uh, for the would you like to buy turkeys for a long time still never found it still never found the would you like to buy turkeys speaking uh, of would you like to buy 
Let's recap on the taco truck idea for Area 51 Ooh, raid. Ooh, it's three million now, I saw. I heard that that event got shut down on Facebook. What do you mean? Facebook shut it down? Facebook actually shut the event down. The memes have died. I know I saw something on the on the news the other day where like the 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 damn mayor of Pahrump or like whatever that whatever that city right outside of there is like do not come, dude. Do not come. We don't have water. We have toilets. We can't. There's like three thousand people that live here. You can't come. It's too many. <laughs> I still still really hope that it goes through. I really want to see the aftermath of it, which is a little fucked up to say, but I mean, I just want to see what happens. Nothing, nothing. You don't think anyone's going to show up? I think people will show up, but I don't think anybody's going to storm the fence. And I think if anybody does storm the fence, they're going to get probably papped up with some rubber bullets, you know? A little bit of mustard gas. Yeah, unless, unless people are like running in there, like with guns and shit, no, probably not anybody's going to get shot, you know? Yeah. But it's I not mean, like they're, they're. It's not like they're trying to storm the place, to, to violently overthrow it. If it turns violent, yeah, people are getting shot up, oh yeah. dude. But I mean, the Air Force also released a statement that if you attempt it, we will take any necessary action. Yeah. Well, they got that. That's in a difficult situation. They got. <laughs> so terrible. They got the Naruto run, bro. So like, they're probably gonna get in. Well, they also have the Kyles hopped up on Monster. Yeah, yeah. And then the rock throwers in the back. Yeah, and hopefully, if everything works out, bro, they're going to be all juiced up on some tacos, too. You know what I mean? They're going to have some fire out the back. Area 51 taco truck. Fire out. Shout out. Shout out, dude. I mean, I'll rent a U-Haul, bro, and buy some food if we ain't got nothing better to do. You, we already talked about it. That's Serving it. beers and tacos. Yeah, that's it. And then we skirt. Skirt. We'll bring like $10,000 worth of beers and tacos that cost us like 600 bucks. And fucking skirt on up there. Skirt, skirt. And then fucking skirt on out. Skirt, skirt. It's a good plan. Don't get greedy, then. Just, a, just one rack and then we go. I mean, then we can't really get caught. We don't have the, the license to do it. We make that money, we dip. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably wouldn't even take long, dude. No. Probably take like four or five hours. Not even that if there's a bunch of people. Yeah. And they're good tacos. They'll fucking fire out the back. Because they're going to need some ammo, bro. Well, I mean, they're showing up at 3 a.m. Dude, yeah. we got to be there. We got to be ready. Do we want to be there for the pre-invasion or the post-invasion? I don't once think as many people are going to be hungry post-invasion. You don't think? No. The pre-invasion, they're all hopped up. They're ready. Yeah. They need that fuel. Yeah. I think it might fizzle out post-invasion. You do? You think they'll be, like, they'll be dispersing the area? I think they're going to be running for their lives. Yeah. They don't <laughs> want to get arrested. <laughs> We're just over there trying to sling tacos, bro. <laughs> How fucking deep into this piece of shit podcast are we, dude? 43 minutes. Fuck. This one is just really fucking dragging on, isn't it? They all do. They all do. They I all. mean, we had good topics <laughs> with it. They all do. 
the the whole point of this it's always random we always cover different topics hey i got uh i got some correspondence on on the podcast some feedback from uh an an early adopter into it i'm not gonna i'm gonna keep keep all your comments will be kept anonymous except for the ones you put online that everybody else can see then yeah everybody's gonna see those but if you dm me or if you email me straight on facebook or to now you listen at la now you listen lac at gmail.com we will not uh we won't put you on fuck you street but i will say that this this early adopter was probably not in our demographic he was uh, i think he's got to be 60 by now shout out and so his criticisms were i think it's, it it said where do i start <laughs> That's and, a good start. Yeah, and when you and when you read that, you're like, oh well, this doesn't seem like this can be positive at all, and it wasn't. He said, first of all, it's way too long. It needs to be about twelve minutes, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not sure what kind of podcast you're listening to, but twelve minutes, like, I'm sure there's some out there, but that's not this one. And then he's like, the audio is terrible. And I'm like, mm, all right, hey, I'll take I'll take the criticism. I understand. We got some swamp cooler noise. We got fucking crickets out there, you know. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Not but- shit, but fair enough. And this dude is, you know, I feel like he kind of wanted to. He just kind of wanted to be a little hateful. Uh, then he said, the podcast jumped from one topic to the next and was very hard to follow and okay if you're looking for that kind of podcast that's real structured you know what I mean and based on this gentleman's demographic I would say he's probably yeah he would like that he would like the fucking morning buzz with John Baker but that ain't this that ain't this we do jump around and we are very unorganized, but I think we're getting better. Oh, I mean, for sure. We're, we are we're getting trying better. to get topics down and actually get yeah. structured towards it. But, yeah. I mean, at the same time, we, we get on one topic, we derail to another. Yeah, right down that rabbit hole. Sometimes I just want to crack off a couple of rice stories, you know? <laughs> like, maybe it's time for a good rice story, maybe it's not. But if I feel like I'm going to tell you, and I'm, you know, five, five beers deep, psh, you're going to get a rice story. That's it. Because there ain't nobody telling me over here, don't tell a right story. And if there was, I'd be like, hey, fuck out my garage. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, and then his last criticism was, if you finally get all your shit together and you end up making it, somebody's going to sue you for using that copyrighted music, which I'm like, of all the points you made, all of them like are pretty fair. They're all pretty fair points, except for the twelve-minute thing. Get the hell out of here! That ain't never happened. So that's why we can't have music anymore. Well, I mean, one one thing to keep in mind is it's not his podcast. It's not for mm-hmm. everybody. You're always gonna have the haters. Shout out the haters. Shout out. You're the ones gonna keep spreading the good word. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was it was very early on, and I think he only had listened to episode one and two, which I mean they were what they were. They are. This one ain't no better. They're all dog shit. I don't understand why anybody would want to sit down and listen to this, but if they do, fucking shout out. Shout out for anybody dumb enough to sit through this shit. I mean, it's really just stories about bullshit, things like that. It's mm-hmm. a normal daily routine. You're, you're having a couple beers with your buddies, kicking back. It's shit that you can relate to. It doesn't need to be anything real important. This, this is just a couple friends having fun. No, no, this ain't a fucking emergency network system. You're, you're going to hear shit stories and shout outs, basically. Jeremy is usually the shit story of the week guy. And, uh, oh, we just, we just got an update. It came, it just came in on the wire. Update is there is no update. Motherfucker never showed up. Motherfucker never called. Motherfucker never says shit. Shout out on Facebook, though. Now you listen. At Trilla Watkins on Instagram. At Trilla Watkins. Shout out. Shout them out. Let them know. Let them know we ain't over here playing those games, dude. Oh, what? You got to. Feed your kids. Psh, whatever, dude. Whatever. Just feed him good on Wednesday night. They'll be fine on Thursday. They'll be fine, dude. I got kids, bro. I know how they work. That being said, too, we are moving more towards a, a more structured kind of scenario. We'll still break off in the normal yeah. bullshit, but... yeah. Really trying to iron out those details, make sure that we do turn this into something good, something I'm just, that everybody I'm, likes to listen to. I'm trying to get some some feedback of what what what's good. And one thing people really liked, bro, was uh, us karaokeing that intro. They did like that. That's why we got to get a song made, a couple yeah. songs made. All right. Well, let's try to get next week. We'll have a song made. Some there'll be like even if it's just like. There's going to be noise that comes before you hear me. Let's get it. Noise before you hear me. That's what we're doing. But we always have to start it with, now you listen. Shout out. Shout out, Dale. Shout out. So, well, anything you want to say before we fucking get out of here? Ah, man, I think that's it. It was kind of weird being the whole co-host. Normally, I'm the 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 off-to-the-sides guy. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird when you have to do stuff the whole time. It is really weird. I was on the spot, dude. I froze up a couple times. Usually you just sit there and like just wait to chime in when you think of something. I know. But you know what? I'll come with more content next week. I'll be ready for it. Wasn't expecting this. No, you did great, bro. Thanks for showing up. Shout out to those who show up at Trilla Watkins on Instagram. And now you listen on Facebook. With all that being said, everybody, out. you have a good week. We'll be back with the same bullshit stories. A little bit more structure, maybe. No promises. Now you listen. <laughs> <laughs>